game described by two ugly gentlemen glory to columbus who are probably sitting at a soccer bar near you mcbride's in the box a hard cross mcbride scores it's 3-0 united states welcome to bone and bean united happy soccer podcast day what is up i am bone and i am almost a drunk beam almost so close to being drunk that's right once we get done with this beamer gets to leave because we record right after his morning juice show and then after morning juice, he gets out of here and enjoys his off time. I then go to work. So, <laughs> so you're always listening to someone who's just starting their workday and someone who's just ending their workday. So we could not be on different uh, strata and platforms right now. By the time you listen to this, I will have had a million beers from Zaft. Oh, good. That's good. That's Well, that's where you should get them from. I agree with that. Uh, we've got plenty to get into today. We have the Euro final, the Women's Euro 2022. Yeah. That's happening. A rivalry renewed. Yeah. We'll talk about England and Germany coming up this weekend. That should be fun. Uh, Dong Arbor is mm. quaking in his boots over something that just happened in the world of U.S. soccer. The we'll dong discuss is that. quaking. That's it. <laughs> quaking dong. Yes. Uh, then we've also got to talk about some horrible fans over in Europe. We've got to talk about the latest saga with Cristiano Ronaldo and boy, oh boy, Manchester United, the drama is if that wasn't enough with, with him, there's more drama with another player that's not even in a Manchester United uniform and may never be. We'll talk about all that. Burning both clubs. Yeah, we'll Gotta talk. Love it. Oh, man. We will talk about all that next. Uh, a couple notes of housekeeping here. We don't do this enough, so we'll just say it now. Twitter, you can follow us at Bone Beam United. That is where we are on Twitter. You will want to check that out. See when the podcasts are posted. That way you'll know. By the way, thanks to everybody for leaving a review uh, and subscribing to the podcast on our Twitter giveaway yeah. last week. Some of your podcast or some of your uh, reviews of the podcast, very entertaining. We enjoyed them very much. Yes, that was very nice. And of course, you if you didn't get to do that, you can always just leave us a review. We did send out some t-shirts to some winners. So uh, thanks to those of you who participated in that. Uh, if you didn't get a DM from us in, on Twitter by this point, then you, you didn't win. But... I thank you anyway for listening and maybe next time, maybe that'll happen. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe never again. Um, <laughs> by, by the way, that game, the crew, uh, zero, zero draw. Yep. Gotta love New that. England. Packed house anniversary fourth of the 2002 cup team. Uh, fourth fourth sell in, in a row. row. Cucho man on fire. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, nope. Bruce arena, man. That's what he does. No goals. Gets his guys. Nil, nil draw. Yeah, they were without some of their best players, and they still, that New England was able to hold the crew down. And I didn't like to see that. So, the crew have a game in Charlotte. We'll see what they can do. I saw Mecklenburg Massive. Shout out to them, supporters group in Charlotte area. Nice. They're getting people together. I saw there were already some people meeting up, talking on Twitter about it. So, that's going to be a lot of fun for those who are traveling. Uh, go get them. Hopefully, bring back three <laughs> points. We go need get them. We need three points now. If you're trying to make this playoff race and not just squeak in you want to host a playoff game at the LDC first one to ever have then you've got to start making that push and you can't give up three points at home like they are two points at home like they did they lost two points in my mind you got to go back on the road now against Charlotte that came in here and what they played with was that a tie or a one nothing I don't remember I know it was Eric Hurtado got that like gift of a goal and that was it but either way go get three points in Charlotte let's do it so was that uh, was that the Death Star this past weekend uh, was watching the game it was uh I don't know. 
I was listening to the post game. I had that recorded, and I listened to Neil Sika's comments, who does a fantastic job uh, of doing play-by-play for the crew. And our local broadcast team, I think, is just through the roof with Brett and uh, Jordan as well. Yeah. Um, I thought Neil was spot on in his post game comments, talking about this is a fourth sellout in a row. The appetite for this team is as good as it's ever been. You see Cucho come in. Maybe that draws a fin- fringe supporter that's technically not that sometimes wouldn't be going to the game. It was big news. There's a lot of people who just heard that who may follow sports who are like, well, I, I don't know much about guy. soccer, but everyone's talking about how good this dude can be. Let's go watch. And it was disappointing. I mean, it was a very, very disappointing game for the crew. And I thought Neil was spot on uh, about his comments. Like, you can't continue to do this. No, you had, you had. Uh, I think it was four games that they've played in those those four sellouts. I think they got a total of three goals. If I'm if I'm wrong, maybe three or four. Maybe I'm thinking one of them is that Eric, two. Eric Hurtado. It was either two or three. I think he said two. I think it might have actually been three. But either way, the point is, it's not good enough. You've got to score more at home. You've got to take advantage of these crowds that are there. And it was it was uh, honestly quite disappointing. So we'll see if they can move on from that this week. Also, a shout out to uh, another podcast that does crew podcast stuff, Massive Report. Full disclosure, I helped start that podcast many years ago. Jeez. And I just say help. I did not start it. I just helped with starting it. Uh, they just crossed over their 400th episode wow. this past week. So I got to what reunite. What are we on? Uh, one, what is this, 140? I don't know. One, some, I, 139 I or 140, I, I think. Yeah. the question. I mean, we've been doing this for how long? Four years? Four years. And we're, we're not even to 150 podcasts. They're at 400 podcasts. So congrats to all the people who have either been on that podcast, who have uh, been hosts of it, guests on it. This is 140 for us this week. Okay, 140 this week. So then you've got a lot more to go. I'm not going to bother with math on that. But my point is kudos to them. I actually uh, stopped by and was on the podcast here. They do it at Saucy, uh, which is another okay, great yeah. brewery here in town, Saucy Brewer. Shout out to them. Um, but yeah, those guys are cool. And uh, shout out to especially Sam Fami, who is a photographer who you see if you go to crew games, you may not have known you saw Sam, but he's been phot- photographing what? Photographing he's the crew. Photographing. I told yeah. you. Already into that beer. Mm. Uh, he's been photographing the crew since I can remember, at least 2007, 2008, somewhere around there. Uh, but he is the guy who produces that podcast and has pretty much since day one. They have photos of us at our first episode. He was there tweaking things and turning knobs and all that stuff. And then even running the board is what he was also doing. But Tweaking things yeah, and turning turn knobs. knobs. You know how it goes. Mm. So Sam's been doing this for the better part of 400 episodes. Wow. So he And he was there this That's past awesome. week. So, yeah, it was great. Go check them out. Go listen to that podcast, too, if you like crew stuff and you don't get enough from us. Listen to ours first. Go check. Yes. Listen to ours, then listen to theirs. <laughs> Just, I mean, come on. I'm going to be selfish. But, yeah, yes, we do don't, that. Ours, ours stinks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're okay. And we don't always talk about the crew. We talk about other things like what we're about to talk about now. Uh, we're going to talk about this situation with your team, Manchester United, being where all they want is a star. They want someone to come in and join their team who wants to be there. That's it. They really just want someone that they can look to and be like, yes, this will be this the piece. This is our guy. The missing puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if he would be the missing puzzle piece, but Frankie de Jong is currently yeah. with Barcelona. It's a mess. Um. There is a deal in place between Manchester United and Barcelona. 65, 63 million uh, euros, I think, is the some, some ag- agreed upon good number. Price. Good price. I mean, it's almost, it's about a Christian Pulisic price, if I'm honest. I mean, that's oh, it's pretty a lot of money right there. Anyway, so Eric Ten Hag used to manage Frankie de Jong mm-hmm. in his Ajax days way yep. back when. Now, the Dutch midfielder has told Barcelona 
I don't want to leave. I'm not, I'm, nope, I want to stay here. So any club in the world would be happy to be like, okay, we've had a deal in place for you. You've decided you want to stay. Thrilled. Cool. Thrilled. Great. Very good. Except the problem is this. Barcelona owes him 17 million pounds in back wages. Yep. And so that is apparently, I don't know if that's the only thing holding this up, but it seems like that's the major thing holding this up is they owe him this money. Did they just think that he would be like, oh yeah, I'll just transfer out. And they'd be like, oh great. So we don't have to pay you the $17 million. Yeah. Like how would that even, of course, like, of course he's going to want that money. And I don't understand why they wouldn't want to pay like it. like it's just, in, by the way, even if it was, I'm going to throw this t- term around loosely, even if it was just 100,000 pounds. Yeah, right. Uh, we're talking about gobs of money. We're talking about 17 million euros, pounds, whatever that is, that Barcelona owe to Frankie de Jong. Yeah. That's a lot of cash. Imagine if you signed a contract that are like, hey, actually, you know, we thought when you came over from Ajax and you've been very good for us and we're excited to have you here, we're going to need you to take a $17 million haircut. Well, no. that makes no sense to me. And what, what boggles my mind is how somehow he's being portrayed as a bad guy, as like the, the petulant a-hole yeah. that doesn't want to do the deal. And it's like, well, wait a second. So if you don't, again, if you're not following all this, Barcelona has brought in Robert Lewandowski, mm-hmm. signed him, agreed to a massive transfer fee to get already him introduced in. him, already introduced him. He's got pictures of him wearing the Barcelona kid, all that stuff played in their preseason. Yes. In their preseason game, Rafinha comes over from my guys, Leeds United. You'll Scores hear more about that next against week. Real yes. Madrid and they're friendly, right? Yeah. Big deal. He can't officially join the team though. He can play in these games. He's friendly and all that, but they can't officially lock him down as a player on the team because this deal has not been consummated. They need the money and the clearance from this Frankie de Jong deal to then allow those guys to come in. But more importantly than that, how much money did they spend on bringing all those guys over? Tons. And they're not the only transfers Barcelona's made this season. Of They've brought in not. a few other guys too. But mm-hmm. he, his point, rightfully so, is you're, I'm owed 17 million pounds or whatever it is, however that conversion is to dollars. That's how much I'm owed. You're out here already spending money. You're saying you don't have enough to give me, but you've given these guys way more than what I'm owed, and it's my contract. That that boggles my mind. They how is that allowed? Ju- they also just signed Jules Koundé. Um, yes, from that's Sevilla right. For 55 million euros. Right. If Frankie de Jong, now, again, I'm no math major. I don't know how anything works. Meredith is a math teacher. She's literally has a math degree from the Ohio State University. She would understand this better. If you owe Frankie de Jong $17 million and whatever you spend on Robert Lewandowski in the area of, I think, 35, 40 million, whatever you spend on Rafinha, uh, same price range, whatever you spent on Jules Kunde from Sevilla, 55 million, what is $17 million going to do? I don't know. To your budget to be able to then get that in. The problem then becomes for Barcelona. If Frankie de Jong does not take a $17 million pay cut and stays with Barcelona and also does not agree to transfer to Manchester United, I get it. Manchester United's a mess. Why would yeah, I yeah, want to go he, there right now? That may be a separate issue where he just doesn't want to go to that team also, but that's that's separate from the $17 million, right? If Frankie de Jong does not either A, take the haircut, or B, leave for another team, Barcelona will be ineligible to play Robert Lewandowski, Lewandowski, him yeah, him too, too. Uh, Jules Koundé, or Rafinha. Just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How how are you doing this business? Yes. Well, and also, 
How are you working out a deal on a player? How are you spending not, this money? When the play, like, well, right. I mean, it honestly, and was it Gary Neville that had the quote that yeah. basically said he should sue? And, and yeah, I mean, again, I don't know what the laws are in. This is where soccer law, that would be, boy, what a boring show that would be, right? Let's do soccer law and order. <laughs> Let's get Mike Bennett on Let's to get, talk about yeah, that. Dick Wolf can produce it, too. That'll be good. Like all the other law and order shows. <laughs> dum, but, dum. Yes, exactly. Those are clanging off of goalposts as guys miss <laughs> from, like, miss sitters, and they just clang them off the goalposts. But I don't know how it works between, like, Spanish law, English law, Euro law, like, know. whatever. But the point here is, yeah, you should be suing and saying, why am I being told I can't get paid when they're already spending money that they're saying they don't have for me, and I was the one under the contract? It's not like I'm in a breach of contract either. I've done no. nothing wrong. No. And by the way, Chelsea's got to really feel terrible that, <laughs> that like two of the guys that were their biggest targets in Koundé and Rafinha end up in Barcelona, mm-hmm. and yet Bar- they're getting Barcelona can make these deals, but yet they can't pay guys that are on their roster. Makes no sense. And apparently they want Frankie De Jong too, so maybe Chelsea will get that deal done. I don't know. <laughs> We'll see. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, it'll already be done. Mm. Uh, we'll take a break when we come back. A little bit more Manchester United drama with Cristiano Ronaldo. Ever heard of him? Ever. Some some Man United fans may wish they never have because it's just continuing to be a headache. Talk about all that next. It is Bone and Bean United brought to you by Zaftig Italian Village. It defies description. Now back to Bone and Bean United. Brought to you by Zaptic Italian Village. And before we go further, I should bring this up too. I say before we go further a lot on this show, I'm sorry. But uh, we, next week, will have out our Premier League season preview. And I want to be clear on what this is because we, we've been working on this and we hope that you'll enjoy it. It's, a, it's, a, it's something that we're going to put out that is not for every hardcore soccer fan who knows the ins and outs of every transfer rumor and all that. Because obviously we're stupid and we don't really know all that stuff. Anyway, we made this with the idea of like, if you're newer to soccer and definitely newer to the Premier League, we want to kind of help out with that. Is that fair, Beamer? Is that the idea we're going for? Yeah. So the last few years that we've been doing the show, we've done like your typical primer and going through transfers and uh, everything. And we'll stu- still do that next yeah, week. I mean, we will still some have of that discussion. I think that we'll work in. We'll preview and get into a lot of things that happened during the off season. Now, we don't do every team, so if your team is on the list and we don't talk about very sorry, um, but consider this kind of like a Premier League for dummies kind of thing. Yeah. Like we, an intro, an introduction of how this works. Or even if you've been really locked in on, say, you're, you know, if you're a crew fan, like I know a lot of our listeners are, like we are, and that's what you mostly focus on, maybe this is the one where you're like, oh, yeah, what is going on? Who's where now? Mm-hmm. That might help. I mean, but we literally, we're, we're, we're going to, just go into some of the basics of like how English soccer works, premier league promotion, relegation, stuff like that. So if you've got someone who's a sports fan, who's bugging you, they're like, Hey, I want to watch the premier league. What's or gets confused about like, why do they play German teams? Yes. Why, oh yeah. Why is this team playing a team that's not in their league in a midweek game? Yeah. We got it. We made that podcast for that person. So that is the goal of what we're putting out next week. So if you listen to it and you're like, man, some of this is kind of simple. Well, yeah, I know. But hopefully you can maybe turn someone else onto the show and say, yeah, you should listen to this. And then maybe they'll want to join you to go watch a game. Uh, and, and we will That's talk the about it too. Goal. Yeah, let us know too. If you've got uh, supporters groups, I know there's a bunch of them here in town. We've retweeted some of them. Continue to tweet at us at Bone Beam United. Let us know when you're going to be there. If you go and have a watch party next week or in following weeks, and you take a picture, make sure you tag us in the picture. Let us know. We'll gladly retweet and let people know what you're doing. So mm-hmm. happy to help with that. Um, 
Manchester United supporters gather at Zaftig, as you know. Beamer, you're partly responsible for that. Very excited. Next Sunday, first game. Yeah, bet you are. Bet you can't wait. Can't yep, wait to. It's been a great summer, dream summer in the transfer window. Eric Ten Hag <laughs> got off everything. to a flying start. Got everything you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, I, I saw the article that said Atletico Madrid fans are, un, they unfurled a not welcome banner yeah. at a friendly they had amid this transfer link now to Cristiano Ronaldo. Basically, they don't, they're saying, I don't care if he is likely to come here. We do not want him. Yeah. Uh, 37-year-old striker has uh, joined up at Old Trafford. He has gone back to the training grounds. He is there. Uh, he is, he is, he's pretty desperate to get out of there. He does not want to be a part of Manchester United. I would too. Yeah. I think a lot of their players probably right now don't want to be a part of that, but what's the likelihood that he gets out of there? So the latest that I was reading, and again, um, when this comes out, it might've already been settled. I mean, again, we live in such a world where deals happen rather quickly. So again, little caveat, this thing could already be settled and this could be, out of date. Um, but the latest that I was reading uh, is that they've kind of come to neutral ground. So Ronaldo signed a two-year deal last summer when he came back. He wanted to go to Manchester City. Sir Alex Ferguson called him and said, listen, buddy, you can't do that. Like, there are rules here. You are a Manchester United legend. You cannot go and join Manchester City. Although, I guess he probably should have. Maybe Manchester United would be more likely to now have Erling Holland on their roster. Anyways, that's a different story for a different day. That's right. like you know different, uh, different universe, multiverse that oh, we're living yeah, in. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Uh, which sounds pretty good to me. So the latest that I've read uh, is that there's also a club option for the following year. So this isn't technically his last year at United. Uh, and listen, Cristiano Ronaldo, he wants to play in the he wants to play in Champions League. That's something that Manchester United did not achieve last year, and I wouldn't want to play for them either. So the latest on this is that Eric Ten Hag staunchly does not want to sell him. He doesn't have a striker, and just not going to happen. Uh, apparently, there are reports out there though that they would be listen they would be willing to loan him out. Mm. On the ability of a new contract, him returning next year. Thirty-eight-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo is what they're really banking on, which doesn't really make sense to me. That's that's bizarre. So the weird thing this week is that they rolled into training. This is the first time that Cristiano Ronaldo has been in training all of this off-season. He did not join them on their tour where they went to Australia and Thailand. He was right. not there. He was away for family reasons. The club said he was also away because reasons. I don't want to be here. Get me off this team. Yeah. And he shows up with his agent, Jorge Mendez, as you do. You show up with your agent to have talks. He was right. going to have talks for the first time with Eric Ten Hag just this past week. Again, Premier League starts next weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's we're here. It's it's time. And it was unbelievable because you know how the British press are, right? I mean, they're staked out with their cameras and everything. Cristiano Ronaldo enters training grounds at Carrington and all this stuff. And literally, like, five minutes after Cristiano Ronaldo came in, Sir Alex Ferguson drives in too. And mm. I mean, I know that Fergie's pretty tight with the club and shows up to training pretty much whenever the hell he wants. I think that Sir Alex Ferguson again has told Cristiano Ronaldo and they, there were reports out there. It's like, Oh, he was scheduled to be here. And uh-huh. He's just going to be around the team. Uh-huh. And he's not going to be in these talks. Give me a break. Give yeah. me an absolute break. There is a 0% chance that Sir Alex Ferguson was in that building while talks about Cristiano Ronaldo and his future of Manchester United were going on, and he is not at that table. I'm guessing Sir Alex Ferguson probably walked in there to talk some sense into everyone and said, guys, get it together. Grow up. Right now, this is a bleep show. Mm -hmm. This is terrible. Like, what is happening? By the way, Atletico Madrid president Enrique Cerezo labeled the move for Cristiano Ronaldo as, quote, practically impossible. 
Uh, he also said, I've said this several times, I don't know who invented the Cristiano story. Um, there's no chance he's coming to Atletico Madrid. Yeah, that about Kabash is that. And, and, all the, and all the fans there, too. I mean, he's known for what? Manchester United and Real, Real Madrid. Madrid. Yeah. Yes. And that you're, uh, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid fans see the world the same way that, I don't know, Yankees fans and Red Sox fans see it. Like, totally different. They they would, not that you couldn't have a player go from one team to the other there, but it's just something that would not be likely with those two fan bases. Uh, speaking of fan bases, this is horrible, stupid story out of Fenerbahce. So, Turkey. Yes. Yeah, so their fans are playing. Uh, the, the game they were playing was one of these. I, I think it's a. It's a play-in game for the Champions League. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think. The champion. I'm, you are right on that. That's what it was. Um. So in this game, Dinamo Kiev boss, Mircea Lukescu, had to talk about this after the game because he was so outraged. Uh, Fenerbahce got mad at Vlad, or uh, sorry, at Alexander Karavyev, who scored for Dinamo Kiev. Now, obviously, they are from Ukraine. They got a two-to-one lead on aggregate mm-hmm. in the second leg in this game. This game is being played in Istanbul, so it's in front of the Fenerbahce fans. Their fans start chanting at a guy who plays for a team from Ukraine. They start chanting Vladimir Putin loudly towards the team. This goal, by the way, came in the 114th minutes. They were well into extra time. They were, this is pretty much the game. So he basically sends them home and then they go and chant that. It's disgusting. Disgusting. No room for it. I'm all for, uh, as, as the soccer internets like to say a bit of the banter, Mm -hmm. but that's not banter. That's that's, just being a terrible human. Yeah. That's mean spirited. You're being a bad person. You're being uh, an absolutely bad trash person. It's five, disgusting. 5,000 civilian deaths since Russia's attack began on February 24th on the Ukraine. On yeah. Ukraine, sorry. So Fenerbahce uh, should have to play behind closed doors. It's, yeah, actually, I hand that, that Hand that punishment yeah, out. They absolutely Do should. That. Do that right away. Take a break. When we come back, Dong Arbor, commissioner of MLS, <laughs> not happy about what is happening in the world of U.S. soccer. A little plucky team. Is beating up on one of his boys. We'll talk about that next. It is Bone and Beam United, brought to you by Zaftig Italian Village. What a moment! Now back to Bone and Beam United. Brought to you by Zaftig Italian Village. Of course, don't forget this weekend, we have a lot of soccer already starting up. Championship starts up this weekend, Beamer. If you are a fan of, uh, I don't know, Sunderland, mm. like I am, their return to the championship you're a fan of Watford, who I unfortunately killed last year out of the Premier League. Now sure they're did. in the championship. Yep. Uh, plenty of other good teams there. So, yeah, championship soccer. I'm excited to watch. I believe Sunderland plays Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Perfect. Can't wait to watch God, it. I love the early morning games. Yeah. Morning oh, sports yeah. are the best. They are. They're great. Um, all right. So, by the way, the other soccer you have on Sunday that you can watch, uh, the Women's Euros, yeah. the final Germany beat France. They are going to go to a date in Wembley against England. Mm. Yes. So that is going to be quite the matchup. Uh, that should be, I mean, England, if you've not been watching them, Jesus. pulling goals out of every, I mean, just ridiculous how good that team has been. May, like, the, did you see that back heel? Of course I saw the back Oh heel. my God. It's just, this has been fun. They've and been a know, wrecking ball this year. They are. England they're they're have. tremendous. England are, and, and by the way, this is not, we don't have to get into this right now. But U.S. women's national team, as good as they have been over the past 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. whatever it's been, they've been kind of dominant in women's soccer. They're going to be a problem. 
there's three or four teams in the Euros that I watched, and I'm like, damn, they are good. Like, this is going to be tough when you get around to the World Cup coming up next, was that next summer, I think, 2023? We're cut out for the U.S. women's national team. But uh, Wembley going to have 80,000 to 90,000 fans watching women's soccer. It's fantastic. Gives me chills. It's so cool. Definitely can't wait to watch that. It's noon, right? Noon on Sunday. I believe it's noon, yeah. So definitely make sure you get in front of a TV for that one as well. Um, The thing that's got Don Garber, a.k.a. Dong Arbor, you know, the guy who runs MLS and is the bane of my existence, and I can't stand him. Um, He's not happy about this, I'm guessing, even though I'm sure he would say he's just thrilled for soccer in all facets and forms. Mm Uh, Sporting Kansas City was taken on Sacramento Republic. Who is Sacramento Republic? I've never heard of them. They are a USL championship level team. Um, They are, so not an MLS team. This is one of the smaller teams that get to play in the U.S. Open Cup. And this is the beauty of FA Cup, U.S. Open Cup, tournaments like that where anyone from any level can participate. Boy, I wish the crew played in this contest. Yeah, I do too. I wish they would uh, show up for these contests when they do play in them, but that's another story for another day. Unfortunately, they did not do that. Good thing we already talked about that earlier on this year. Yeah, good thing they went up to Detroit and uh, (laughs) crapped the bed up there. Anyway, um, Sacramento, like a team like Detroit, like a smaller team, they beat an MLS team. They beat Sporting Kansas City on penalties. They are going to the U.S. Open Cup final. Final. I can't believe, number one, I guess that's how quickly the summer's flown by for me. This is, I can't believe we're already at the final stage. September 7th, Exploria Stadium, Orlando City will host this. Uh, but it's it's Orlando City taking on the Sacramento Republic. Go Republic. Oh, yeah. Big Sacramento fans over yeah. here. My guys, Rodrigo Lopez scoring the game winner. You know him. Mm-hmm. He gets it done. When Rodrigo, He's the when, best guy. When he Rodrigo puts it down, Lopez. Yeah. Robert Lewandowski. Pretty much. You put Same Rodrigo. Guy. Put, put the ball on the spot for Rodrigo Lopez. He's not going to miss. That's He's what not. happened. He nailed the penalty kick after the other guy we all know and love for Sacramento Republic goalkeeper, Danny Vitillo. Mm-hmm. He really made some stops. He actually shut down Graham like Buf- Zussi. Buffon in his prime. Just pretty much. Yep. Just Gigi Buffon out What's there. What's his just, name? Uh, Danny Vitillo. Oh, sure. I don't know. Anyway, they won. They're in. They're doing it. They're doing the thing. And Don Garber, <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. You know why? Because... You should. You always tell us how great you're trying to make this league. And yet this league, now they finally won CONCACAF Champions League for once. So I guess you give you credit for that. But if they, if, if Orlando loses this, which I hope they do, it will be the first time that we actually, this is already happening. It's the first time since 2008 that a team not in MLS, two teams not in MLS have, have been in the U.S. Open uh, Cup final. Okay. Charleston Battery made it in 2008. So I've heard I, of the Charleston battery. Yeah. The crew have played them many a time. They go down to Charleston, South Carolina. That's where them. I've heard them yeah, from. That's right. Exactly. They usually play in a preseason tournament with them. So uh, Peter Vermees, who thinks that Columbus is a coastal city. If Did you see that last week? Beam? I don't no. know if we talked about it. No. They had a player that they tried to transfer in when Cucho got signed. And a couple other players, like Gareth Bale got signed, you know, and he gets to play. And their guy got hung up in customs for whatever reason. Okay. And they couldn't get him to like get on the field. And so he had this quote where he's like, yeah, we've been through it with the authorities. We've done everything we can. Apparently Columbus signs a guy from England. They got, they gets to play right away. Uh, the LAFC, they sign a guy. Hey, he gets to play right away. Those, those coastal towns, apparently they get the good treatment. West in the Midwest. It's like, that's the second time in like 
a month, I've heard us called a coastal town, right? Because you also had uh, Johnny Hockey saying he came here because it's an East Coast town. So, mm-hmm. either way, Peter Vermees. Allen Creek. Big coast. <laughs> Big coast. Yeah, that's right. There's mm-hmm. a beach. There's a couple of beaches there. I mean, I guess we aren't too far away from the Great Lakes. No, I, I mean, the coast, that would be in Cleveland, but still, it's, yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's a port, I guess, more than a coast. Yeah. The point is, Peter Vermees said, it was a disappointing match tonight. I thought we did more than enough to get the result that we needed, but that's the game sometimes. We played well. I'm proud of our guys. Stop lying. You're not proud of your guys. You are pissed off and mad, and you're going to go throw things and hopefully not drink because he has a problem with the drink. So be <laughs> careful with Peter Vermees. He should with not the drink. go to Zaftik. No, no, he should not. Or, or or he should go wherever he likes to go to get a drink and then have someone else drive him home because that's been his issue. So don't do that, Peter Vermees. I am uh, I'm very excited because we're starting to hit the apex on a – I think it's going to be a very fun year. So, like, we've had MLS. We've obviously had the crew uh, throughout this part of the summer. I've missed the World Cup. Next week is – I mean, it just kickstarts. Oh, look, here's what we've Boom, got. We're going to be going all the way until, like, January. Listen, this is what we've got, gang. We are going now full full bore playoff mode crew have to show up, yes. right? I mean, I'm not saying they're going to do that right away, but it is playoff push time for that. Yeah. So we are now getting into crunch time. Uh, and by the way, our, our guy, Nate Beckman, who's a good crew fan, MLS forecaster on Twitter. Go check that out. Number four, MLS forecaster. He is doing all these scenarios, and if you want to get in on, like, what do the crew need to do? Who do we root for this week? Who needs to lose? You need to go follow him because he will have all that info. He is a great follow on Twitter. But got all that coming up. You've got English Premier League starting up. All the leagues starting up in Europe, basically. They're all back. Then you have, like we said, we get the women's Euro final coming up this weekend. Appointment watching. Yeah. And then, and then right after that, we've got a few more friendlies for all the national teams. And then it's get the rosters, get the groups, <laughs> previews. We've already been talking. Yeah. You are going to hear a lot from Bone and Beam United. We've got a lot planned. During the World Cup. If you've wanted to hear a podcast from us every single day of the week, good news. You're going to hear a podcast from us every single Why day Why did of the we week. agree to do that? I have no, I have idea. no idea. It's already tiring and exhausting. It but is. we're doing it. We had it. a meeting. We've never had meetings. We had a meeting about it. We met and we talked. We're going to be at Zaftig a lot. We hope you'll be there, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Of course, follow along with everything we're doing at Bone Beam United on Twitter. Uh, you can also join up Zaftig Italian Village. We tell you their their Twitter stuff all the time and their Instagram. Mm-hmm. But it is at Zaftig Italian Village on Instagram and at Zaftig Italian V on Twitter. Beam, got anything else before we get into the uh, Eng- the Premier League preview next week? I got vacation this week. I'm yeah. off. And then it is soccer buffet time. Soccer buffet. We'll see you then. Enjoy it. Eat up. We'll talk to you next week on Bowdoin Beam United.